Good day, poker peeps. This is Sky with Smart Poker Study. And if you do what I'm about to show you before your next play session, you're going to be improving those strategies that you use. Namely, I'm going to help you find mistakes, take notes, and then take action on better strategies. The show notes page for today, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod432 to help you take some notes. Let's do this. Gambate! Get a heart and soul this team, Bobby. And the only one of us could have passed that test. Thank you all so much for being my friends. Well, let's wait till later to hold hands and kiss. We got a bowl game to win, right? So I know that you want to improve your poker skills. That's why you're watching this video on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast, right? You probably do a lot of different things to improve. Like you study various materials, videos, podcasts, articles, and whatnot. Maybe you have a coach. You listen to them. You do what they say. You probably take a lot of action, especially if you watch my videos. At the end of most videos and podcast episodes, I give you action steps to purposefully practice what I taught you. And I'm going to be doing that at the end of the video today. Maybe you participate in forums, sharing ideas with other people. Or maybe you sign up for various courses and you're taking poker courses to learn specific skills. Well, today is something that I think is a key study strategy beyond those ones that I just mentioned. And that is to find mistakes, take note of your mistakes, and then take action. So here's the thing. Mistakes are learning opportunities. You don't want to shy away from your mistakes. One of the reasons why you're on online poker is so that you could use Poker Tracker 4, develop that database of hands, go through your hands, and learn from your mistakes. Mistakes basically tell you what you need to work on. So use that database effectively. What I want you to do before you play poker again is review 10 losing hands. Do it right now. Like if you're on your computer and you got the time, pause the video, review 10 losing hands after I tell you how to go about finding your mistakes, right? But the goal is before you play, find your mistakes so that you can actively work on the strategies you need to play better poker. And here's an actual, a pretty key idea. Um, I occasionally have students come up to me and they say something like, Sky, I can't find my mistakes. When I'm reviewing hands, I don't know what I'm looking for. Well, if you can't find the mistakes right now, you will be able to eventually. You just have to put the reps in. Spend time reviewing hand after hand. As your skills grow and as you just get experience with reviewing hands, you're going to become better and better at it, right? It's like making free throws as a basketball player. Maybe in the very beginning of your poker journey, <laughs> a basketball journey, when you were in middle school, maybe. Maybe you only made two out of every 10 shots. But as you practice it more and more, you develop that form, you get that experience, you end up making five, six, seven out of every 10 shots. Same thing is going to happen with your hand reviews. The more reviews that you do, the more used to it you get, the more mistakes you're just naturally going to find. Alrighty, so we're going to cover one of my own mistaken hands in just a little bit. But for each mistake that you find, the first thing you want to do, you've got to whip out that poker journal. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> and then in your poker journal, you have to answer three separate questions. Question number one is what was the situation? Question two is what was your mistake? Question three is what will you do better next time? You're going to answer all three of these questions in your poker journal for every mistake that you find. Okay, so let's answer these three questions in my poker journal with an example hand. 
I'm on the button with ace-queen offsuit. Five players dealt into the hand. The first player decides to open raise to three big blinds. Now, I only have 14 hands on this player, but so far, he's a 21-21 player, looking kind of tight aggressive, maybe loose aggressive. He's raised first in 43% of the time, and he's folded 100% versus three bets. Only one out of one, but he has shown the tendencies to open raise a lot, and he's capable of folding versus a three bet. The cutoff ends up folding. Once again, I'm on the button, ace-queen offsuit, and I just elect to call. So this is my first mistake right here. We'll continue just until we see the flop, uh, the small blind folds and the big blind folds. So the situation that we're in, heads up on the flop, the flop comes jack, deuce, three. So that first question you're going to ask yourself in your poker journal is, what was the situation where you made your mistake? And my answer in my poker journal is, I called pre-flop on the button with ace, queen, offsuit, heads up to the flop of jack, three, deuce, all clubs, and I have the queen of clubs. That's the basic situation that I'm in right now. But let's ask about, or let, let's uh, go back to the pre-flop action where I called. So that's the first mistake. The question was, what was your mistake? And you're going to answer this in your poker journal. Here's my answer to this question. I failed to three bet versus a wide open raising folder. I mean, I have the ace queen offsuit. Very strong hand. This guy open raises a lot and folds a lot. Taking this hand down right now is a really good result. Plus, I didn't mention this before. The small blind player looks like a very, a decently loose aggressive player at 24 slash 20. So far, he's three bet at 6%, two out of 36 times. But I'm thinking my call can often elicit a three bet. I would rather be the one socking it to my opponents, making the three bet instead of calling and facing a three bet squeeze from a player who's capable of it. So that's my first mistake. Question number three is what will you do better next time? Well, given that pre-flop calling mistake, next time I will three bet with strong ace X hands versus folders, especially when I'm in position. I didn't mention that up until now. I mean, I said I was on the button, but obviously players like this strong, capable players, at least he appears to be a strong and capable player right now. He realized that if he calls my three bet, he's going to be out of position, flop, turn, and river. I'm going to be able to pot control or put some good in-position pressure on him. That makes it more likely these players will fold versus my three bet. And if I three bet to nine and he folds, and if the blinds fold, I pick up a very simple 4.4 big blinds without having to see the flop at all. I really like that kind of result. So let's go to the flop now. Remember, I called. The flop comes down. Jack, three, deuce, all clubs. I have the queen of clubs with the ace of hearts right here. Now, my opponent decides to c-bet for half pot. About five big blinds. I'm sorry, not half pot. Uh, Two-thirds pot. Um, he bets about five big blinds into the seven and a half big blind pot right here. And I elect to just call. Looking back at this, I really don't like this call. I definitely should have bluff raised. And the reason why is because... Um, I have the flush draw, a decent flush draw. It's third nut flush with the queen of clubs, but it's still a flush draw, right? I also have two over cards, so six outs for a top pair hand, an ace or a queen gives me a top pair. Plus, I have a backdoor straight draw on that jack high board, ace and a queen in my hand, a king and a ten comes turn and river, boom, I got a straight. So 
this is the kind of board where raising right here as a bluff, I can barrel on a lot of different turn cards, potentially a hit of very strong hand. And instead of barrel bluffing, I could maybe bet the turn in river for value. So to answer that second question, what was your mistake? If I lay this out exactly, I failed to bluff raise his flop C bet with over cards, plus a good flush draw, plus a backdoor straight draw. I had so much equity raising is a great play right now. And then question number three, what will you do better next time? Hey, I will bluff raise on scary boards when I'm in position and I have plenty of drawing equity right here. Plus, didn't mention this in my notes, he's a loose aggressive player. This is easily just a bluff C-bet on the flop and there's a good chance I could just take it down with my position by raising him two and a half, maybe three times his bet. All right, so after you've reviewed your 10 hands and taken notes, you've answered the three questions on all the different mistaken hands. What I want you to do when you play your play session, warm up with those journal notes, whip them out again and read through all those answers and uh, to refamiliarize yourself with your mistakes. Now, it's a really good idea. Choose one mistake to focus on. It's probably going to be a pre-flop mistake that you think happens a lot or maybe a very costly post-flop mistake. It's always easier in your play sessions to just focus on one thing at a time. Let's imagine you reviewed 10 hands and you found five different important mistakes. Well, now you know what to focus on each day over the next five days. And then as you're playing your session, keep your journal open for reference and to help keep you on task with that one mistake that you're focusing on. All right, before we get to today's action step, if you enjoy going through your Poker Tracker 4 database, but you're not so comfortable with it just yet, you have to get my course, Get More From Poker Tracker 4. You can get it by going to smartpokerstudy.com slash getmorefrompt4. There's over seven hours of do-as-you-consume Poker Tracker 4 training. That means you're going to be watching a video, pausing the videos you go, and you're going to follow my demonstrations. You're going to do exactly what I'm doing in Poker Tracker 4. It will guide you through all the critical uses of the best poker tracking program. And I have to thank some incredible poker peeps for getting this recently. Trevor McCarthy, Avi Etzioni, David Hogan, Nils Bauer, Roz Meshulam, Eliasif Duell, Mitch Patton, Hugo Schallert, Mario Resendez, Barisa, Eric Tetralt, Chris Bursick, Philip Akil, Amin Golestan, Andreas Barchi, David Cassidy, Fred Woolley, Michael Austin Davies, Drew Leninger, and Christopher Carney. Thank you all so very much. These incredible poker peeps went to smartpokerstudy.com slash get more from Poker Tracker 4. They checked out what the course has to offer. They decided it's what they needed, and now they're learning Poker Tracker 4 better than ever before. Now it's time for you to take action. I want you to review. 10 losing hands before your next play session, but do it with chunking. Chunking is breaking things up into logical sections or logical parts that help you understand something as a whole. Now, I want you to find your late position mistakes. So with your 10 losing hands, review five losing hands in the cutoff and five on the button. For your early position mistakes, Review five in the EP. Maybe tomorrow you can do this. Five in the EP and then five in the MP. And then the third day from now, let's figure out some of your blind mistakes and start working on those. So review five hands in the small blind and five in the big blind. All right. Thank you so much for listening, for watching the video on YouTube. Good luck to you. Take action right now to turn yourself into the player that you want to be.